And we are back. WWE. Yes, this is WWE Mentality. I am one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. HCP, whatever kind of nicknames I got. I got a bunch. And as always, I'm joined by my good buddy here, one of the other co-hosts of the show, Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Jamie, a.k.a. JR. What's up, JR? Nothing much. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be sitting in the studio with you once again. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It is very wonderful. <laughs> All right, JR. So we got a lot going on, man. So it was, this is going to be kind of a different week for us. We might as well just go ahead and address that right on out because we don't have the results from SmackDown because you know why? SmackDown, Smackdown has moved. It has moved. It hasn't happened yet. SmackDown has moved to Friday night. So we're going to be trying to, this week's going to be different. Next week, we should get back on a regular schedule. Uh, as far as recapping everything, but this week we got to try to foreshadow a little bit about what is taking place with SmackDown tomorrow night on Fox. Yeah, on Fox, yeah, moving to a new network. Do you now? Let me ask you this, Jared. Before we jump into Raw results and everything that went on at Raw, do you think this has been a good move, or this will be a good move for WWE to move from the USA Network to Fox? So, ever since they announced Fox that they were moving to Fox last year. It has been very quiet up until like last week. Last week, I've been on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, nothing. All my, all my friends on Facebook, all my friends on Twitter are talking about nothing else other than WWE SmackDown moving to Fox. It, I think it's a great move. Fox is known for creating great spectacles in sports. It's true. It's true. So, like I told you, I think two weeks ago, I think we're going to see a lot more, and I'm using the, the quote-unquote, wrestling. We're going to see a lot more wrestling, a lot more sports involved, instead of maybe it being more entertainment. And when I say that, I'm pretty much referring to, let's just say, what happened with Bobby Lashley and Lana. That was entertainment. I don't see that happening on SmackDown. So, yeah, I think it's a great move. I think there's going to be nothing but great things going to be coming out of Fox Network. So, Well, one thing I do want to mention, you know, I know we're going to get into Fox, the SmackDown in a little bit, but there's actually tomorrow night it's going, you know, going live 8 o'clock tomorrow yes, night, SmackDown on Fox. But before that at 7.30, there is an, a pre-show of some sort, like a, a, a blue carpet event. I right, yeah, yeah, I heard about it. that. So yep. I wanted to mention that real quick because I know that once we get rolling, I will be going full steam ahead thinking about nothing but the the, the wrestling part of it and not what's going on behind scenes. So. And, and I actually lied to you before we went on air. I said I had no backstage news. I do have one huge story that broke yesterday. That Huge I, story huge that broke. Huge story. Man, I know what it is, but we'll get to it in a little bit. <laughs> you're shaking your head like you're in disappointment. Man, I don't, Come know, on, I don't man. know how I feel about it, but we'll talk we'll about talk that. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll get into it. All right, so Raw, live the other night from Phoenix, Arizona, and it was the um, the the, the what, season what, premiere. Season premiere. That's yeah. what I was trying to get out. I couldn't find, it, find the words <laughs> for a second. The season premiere of Raw took place the other night, and I was like, season premiere? What's going on here? Is this right. like a you know, rebranding? Dude, new sets. Yep. They had some different face. I mean, not different faces, but some different looks to different things. Yep. Your thoughts on the new set, Jr. Um, I didn't like it at first. I thought it looked like a half pipe. It did look like a half pipe. Um, I thought about that too. Uh, just a lot of room up there. So I, 
I'm real interested to see what SmackDowns looks like tomorrow night. I heard they're bringing back the fist. Oh, the fist. The fist. Yeah, I heard they're bringing that back, but that's just a rumor. But as far as Raw goes, ah man, the whole thing's LED. Where before you had the Titantron and the stuff behind that, and then just the stage. So now like the whole thing's LED, and there's pyro back. Glad to see that. Yes. Very glad. So, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I just think there's a lot of room up there. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> of course. It, well, but I mean, it's all good things. All all, yeah, all great things. And uh, I, I even sent you a picture of what it looked like because someone spoiled it for me on Twitter. Right. Thank, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but my first, my first reaction was like, that is huge. Yeah. Too much room. Well, but we'll see what happens. See what they do with that room. Absolutely. Well, kicking off the show, you had Rey Mysterio coming out, and he was talking about how he was excited for his championship match that night with Seth Rollins. Pointed to his son, Dominique, in the front row and was like, you know, it's for you. You know, you are my my heart. You know, blah, blah, blah. Then <laughs> <laughs> very surprised. comes out. Yeah, very surprised that he even showed up there. I was, too, because, I mean, he's been advertised, advertised, advertised hard for SmackDown. Right. Which, you know, we'll talk about in a little bit. But then he shows up with Paul Heyman, who <laughs> I'll be honest, I am a huge Paul Heyman fan. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. I am definitely a Paul Heyman guy. And he comes out and they're talking and, and there wasn't a... I, I just... He got... Brock Lesnar went out of his mind, bro. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, To open up the season premiere of Raw, new set, like we said, new everything pretty much. I don't think it should have been Ray. I think it should have been the Universal Champion Seth Rollins, because that will go down in history now as Ray Mysterio, a contender for the number or the number one contender for a Universal Championship match, starting off the season premiere of Raw. That'll go down in history. So I don't think I wouldn't agree with that. I like Ray Mysterio. Don't get me wrong, but I don't agree with him being out there, the first one out there. I think it should have been Seth. Or just Brock himself talking about how he's going to beat the hell out of Kofi Kingston on Friday. <sighs> I have mixed feelings about it too. I, can, but, I see exactly. I see where you're coming. But the throwdown that happened, the unleashing of the beast that happened, probably one of the best segments that's going to happen in Raw ever. That was um, that was a very very intense and honestly coming from a you know super fan. It's a little hard to watch at some point. In some being, being dads, yeah, I being mean, dads, it was tough. Um, Just think about it. Somebody put your hand, put their hands on your kid. You know, that's yeah, that's not gonna happen. No. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I here's what I take out of that. The internet has ruined us uh, as fans. There's spoilers all over the place. So we already knew going in that Dominique Rey Mysterio's son was already training to be a wrestler anyway. Yeah. So, I was telling my wife that when we were watching it. Yeah, so to go in it and, and body slam and toss him around, that was all cool and one of the best segments in Raw history, like I said, but you already knew that he was training to be one. If he wasn't and it wasn't already ruined for the fans, prob- like I said, absolute 100% best segment of Raw. Yeah. If we didn't already know that. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, there was serious ramifications to be had that were going to come down on Brock Lesnar he was still in the building. They, I mean, there was so much. They kept bouncing back and forth. They were like, and we just received word that Dominique and Ray have gone to local facility, local treatment facilities. I mean, they kept doing that, yeah. you know, off and on throughout the night, checking in on them. But that was definitely pretty intense. It was. Definitely intense. I mean, the, the, the Paul Heyman, like, Brock, stop! 
stop Brock. <laughs> you know, like that was that was kind of funny to me. Yeah, that well, was kind of funny to me. What are you gonna do to a beast? How are you gonna stop him? Shoot him, and <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Nope. <laughs> so, with that being said, you know Sasha Banks. Now the next match, something that was a little forecasted was the fact that Sasha Banks. This is from Raw last week. Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss gonna have a match. Yep. All right, and in true fashion, that match went down. It was a pretty decent match, um, but Becky Lynch was sitting up there at the new announcement, which we had new announcers now. Yeah. Don't ask me their names except for Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> I know that one of them was a football player at the University of North Carolina at one point in time. But other than that, I don't know. I've never seen those guys before in my life. I can't remember their names the new right commentary. Now. I mean, but they did good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have. It's very weird not hearing Michael Cole or Corey Graves. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> but we'll see what happens, you know, tomorrow night. I don't know if one of them will be over there or not. But I, that being said, um, you know, Becky Lynch was sitting up there with them watching the match. She kind of got up on the table and, like, stood on the table for most of the match, which kind of caused the match to kind of give it a little. There's just distraction. Yeah. Distraction. You know? No surprise. But no surprise whatsoever there with the distractions. And, and they, of course, Lexa Bliss came up a little bit short. And then Becky Lynch chases Dana, or not Dana Brooke. What am I thinking? Get her out of your brain, I man. know. Chases Sasha Banks <laughs> out of the ring into the crowd. She's like, Sasha, we'll put it in hell in a cell. You can't run. You will be locked in there with me. The man. The man. The man. <laughs> anyway. And that uh, will rain holy grail on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was like Drew McIntyre right there. A little bit, yeah. So, all right. Raw Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I feel like I have to say it's Robert. You got it right this time. Yeah, it took me a while. Uh, <laughs> they had a match, Tag Team Championship match with... Your guys. Heavy Machinery. Little Otis. I love him. I uh, want to be him. He is my role model. I want to learn how to do the worm because of him. You can do it. He can I, teach you. I want him to teach me how. Oh yeah! Oh, I love yeah. this whole yeah. Like you watch this stuff on Instagram, don't you? Oh yeah! He's yeah. <laughs> like cooking steaks. Like he got little steaks there. Yeah, <laughs> little chicken. He's so he's so great. But I I, I knew <laughs> that they weren't gonna win. I just knew in the back of my mind they weren't gonna win, uh, and I was right. You know, right. The, the, Dolph and and Robert Roode maintained the belts that night, but. I, you haven't seen the last of Heavy Machinery. They're oh, no. gonna be. They're the next New Day. I feel like their title reign should so come the around. Next Dudley Boys. I take it back. They're the next Dudley Boys. Their, their title reign should come around WrestleMania. I think they'll get a better pop, a better push, a better pop, better push when it in a, in a bigger setting. I don't think a Raw is where you want to have them win. Nah. You know, I'd rather have them win in front of a hundred and something thousand fans instead of seventeen thousand. Yeah. Or 18, you know, yeah, whatever. I, I agree. That's definitely probably going to be the setting for that. But something that's really cool coming up, it's a Crown Jewel event at WWE, is WWE Crown Jewel. What's it on? It's on the network, I think, right? It's going to be on the network, but it's on Halloween night. Ooh. Yeah. Halloween just happens to be on a Thursday night. That's when it's going to be. Or it's going to be on Halloween day. You know how it's always a yeah, different right. time when they're in Saudi Arabia. So it'll come on about like with two o'clock our time. Give or take. Yeah. Something like that. I'll be, shoot. We might have to do the podcast live that day. That's fine. While watching <laughs> Crown Jewel. Perfectly fine. We'll call We'll call the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair came out to be part of Miz TV. And, of course, they start beefing right away and like start kind of talking some 
some indirect trash, not hard trash to each other, but they started talking some trash. He's like, I've been tired of that woo for 30 years. And all, anyway, <laughs> next thing you know, they're Team Hogan against Team Flair. They're building teams right now for the crown jewel. Right. They're going to have a five-on-five Team Hogan versus Team Flair. And the first member of Team Hogan. The captain. The captain. Seth Rollins. Other than Seth, yep, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Man, Seth Rollins. Like I, <laughs> I like Seth. Don't get me wrong. I like Seth, but he, I just think he's overrated. He is until Sunday. <sighs> Sunday, yeah. <laughs> oh see, yeah. See in hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, that uh, that that's that will be <laughs> remain to be seen. But then the team captain for Team Flair was. The man that's not overrated. The Viper. The Viper. I am a fan of the Viper. Uh, I love I'm the Viper. Rand, I'm a Randy Orton fan. I'm telling you right now, give it give it a little bit. Give it about, I'm thinking WrestleMania of next year. You're going to see Randy Orton against Brock Lesnar. Settle that beat from SummerSlam from a few years ago. I don't know. I think it's dead, man. No, I, it's not I, dead. It's not dead, JR. Hey, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I'd like to see it too, but I just don't. I don't see that happening. With everything that's happening right now, shaking up, you know, the draft coming. Just Brock went on Friday. Who knows? I mean, it, it's just too much up in the air to even speculate on that. But, hey, I'd like to see it. I don't think it'll happen, but I'd like to see it. Well, it, it could. It very well could. But we'll see what happens when they start shaping their team. Because there was an assumption there that Rusev was going to be part of Team Hogan because he came out to help Seth when there was an ambush from... King Corbin, who I believe is on Team Flair. Yeah. And yep. yeah, so, but not. Then you get backstage and it's like, hey, Rusev, you know, I guess you helping out Seth confirms that you're on. He's like, like, and, and where's Lana? And he's like, my problems at home remain at home. <laughs> I didn't go out to help Seth. Seth owes me a favor now and I want a championship match tonight for the title. Blah, blah, blah. So. What happens? He gets his shot. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Yeah, But here's <laughs> your team. You're a Viking Raiders guy. I am. They had a match, and they beat the OC again. How many times are these guys going to face each other? Um, Hopefully that was the last time. Because I don't think we even have a title match for Hell in a Cell, do we? No. So Wait, Hell in a Cell is looking kind of bleak right now, bro. Is. That's why like, I was going to try to do some like predictions on Hell in a Cell. Um. And, and I, I don't feel as if it's necessary to re- even really bring up because I'm not seeing, unless you want to do a little research while you're sitting there, JR, I, I, a match card for Hell in a Cell for 2019, if you want to Google it. Uh, I, I haven't seen where there's anything that's really standing out to me that's just like, whoa, except for Becky Lynch against Sasha and The Fiend against uh, Seth Rollins. And I think those are the only two that are in the cell. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, they are. But anyway, we got to digress. Viking Raiders beat the OC again. Hopefully, that was my bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. That was my bathroom break. Ricochet beat up on the jobber Cesaro. Cesaro's kind of in limbo, okay? Without Sheamus, they ain't a whole lot to Cesaro. And I hate to say that because I actually kind of like him, you know? But without Sheamus, he's one half of the bar. Right. My son was like, Daddy, where's the... He even asked me yesterday. He's like, Daddy, where's the bar, Ben? I'm like, the bar? Like, I thought he was talking about, like, the bar where you, like, go get a beer. 
<laughs> I was like, the bar? He's like, yeah, Sheamus and Cesaro. Where's Sheamus been? He was asking me this yesterday. I'm like, Sheamus has been hurt, buddy. So I don't know what the deal is with Sheamus. I mean, they're talking about a return for him. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, but as far as um, with Shane, you know, Cesaro running solo right now, his solo career is not doing that well. Uh, you think about that movie, uh, Fighting With My Family, the part that Vince Vaughn played. He talked about, I was just a guy to make other guys look good. Right. That's exactly what Cesaro's doing. He made Ricochet look good the other night. So AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander. Again, another bathroom break for me because it wasn't interesting because it's happened already like five times. Okay? We knew AJ Styles was going to win. We knew Cedric Alexander was going to lose. Again, I started falling asleep at this point, JR. You really thought Cedric was going to lose? Heck yeah. One of these days he's going to win. In one of these days, yeah, in 2022. <laughs> hey, no, it won't take him that long. It won't take, yeah, I, I agree with you there. But just, I mean, uh, just another guy I think that deserves, I wouldn't say deserves, but just like heavy machinery, I, I see them winning him winning on a much bigger scale at a pay-per-view or a WrestleMania type thing. So Right. Well, that's just not his said, time. Lacey Evans and Natalia. See, this is where the the show started out in, in a in, with a bang, but then it kind of fell to mediocrity mm. until the very end, which we'll talk about in a second. But Lacey Evans finally got her hands on Natalia and hit her with the women's rights. All that other great stuff won that match outright. I'm a fan of both. They're both my top three favorite female superstars, um, with Dana Brooke being the other. And I I watched that match. Good match. Uh, but I think I kind of settled a score and put a ba- put that to bed, the beef that Lacey Evans was having with Natalia. Maybe. I thought they were going to maybe try to take that match between those two and make it like a kickoff show match coming up at Hell in a Cell. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's the case now. They may very well do something else, but uh, only time will tell. They're both kind of in limbo right now. See, and I'm like you, and I hate to say it, but Natalia's on her way out. Natalia is on her way out the door. I could she's agree with that. She's been in the game for 12 years, um, if not longer. She's been wrestling longer than that. But as far as WWE signee, she has been with the WWE since 20, 2007 or 2008, somewhere it's in there. It's been a while. But Lacey Evans is on her way up. She's got a great character. She plays it very well, and she stays in character even outside of the arena. I was going to say, kayfabe does not die with her. No. She stays in her character all the time. Yes, I thought I watched a clip. She was being driven around, or she was on, yep. and like she was like, "Will you change this garbage?" Or like, and she's like, "Like I'm tired of hearing you talk. Will you please shut up?" <laughs> it's just like I love her so much. Like I would take it as if I got insulted by, if I got insulted by Lacey Evans, I would wear a, I would get a shirt made that said that said, "Lacey would, Evans <laughs> insulted me." Right. Yes, you may shake my hand. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm a huge fan of hers. I love her work. I love what she does. I love her background. Lacey Evans is my homegirl moving forward. So, brings us to our last match of the night, JR. Rusev Buglia, Rusev Gotchka, or however you do his stuff. <laughs> he came out, had a match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Good match. Good, good match. At one point, I thought he had the upper hand on Seth Rollins. Then what happens? Bobby Lashley's music hits. What? Where's he been? He's been injured. Comes out. 
Oh, let me back up just a little bit. Before that match started, a limousine pulled up backstage. Mm. Did you see that limousine, JR? No, I did not. I I'll saw, be honest with you. I saw the limousine. It's like, who's in there? What's in there? You can hear the king. King, who's in there? Right. Who's driving that? Anyway. So then Bobby Lashley comes out, and he's standing there, and he's, like, looking at Rusev, and he's, like, they're looking at each other, and he turns, and he kind of turns to the side, puts his hand out as if to, like, welcome somebody to the stage. And who comes out? The ravishing Russian, Lana. The return you've been waiting for. Dude, I've missed Lana, man. You said it last week. Where's Lana been? Lana. That's And that's the thing. And even, I think, Charlie Caruso, I think it was her, asked backstage of Rusev earlier in the night, where's Lana? Right. So everybody wants to know. And he's like, my problems with my wife would stay at home. I'm here to talk about, you know, that whole spiel. Right. So right then and there, it's like, hey, there's something going on backstage. There's something going on at home. Well... Bobby Lashley, a homewrecker. Because what happened, Jr. You saw the, you saw what happened. What happened? Uh, I saw, and everybody else saw a very. Um, I have a problem with this segment here. As talk I told, about it. I told, talk about it. I told you yesterday. I just, I don't know, man. It's you. Five years ago, you go back to. I think it was five years ago. WrestleMania in Dallas. They get rid of the divas. They bring in the women. The women's championship, this whole women's evolution that's going on right now has been going on for, like I said, a good five years in wrestling at least. <sighs> Poor old Lana, and I like Lana, okay? I think she's very attractive. She single-handedly is the one that is responsible for Rusev's upcoming. True, I, true. I believe. Yeah, that's an accurate statement. I believe. Um she just seems, and, I, and I'm, I've, the last couple of days I've tried to find words to describe her, but in a nice way I'm saying she's the WWE's paramour. Okay. A W-H-O-R-E is what I'm trying to say. In a nice way. She is, they the, are. She is the paramour of WWE, and I don't accept it. I don't like it. I thought that segment was kind of outrageous, kind of over the over the line. If you're really going to fight for five years of women's wrestling, and then Lana's not only made out with Bobby Lashley, you know who else she's made out with? <laughs> I think I know who you're about to say. Yeah. No, no mama's own Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, I think, the only woman in WWE for the past five years that's had these kinds of storylines with men. Yes. Yeah, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but, <laughs> but oh, <laughs> she's got some. She's got ninety nine problems, and Dolph Ziggler ain't one. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Lashley <laughs> ain't one. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a big problem with this segment. I think you throw away the women's wrestling and throw away the women's evolution by single handedly having this eighteen minute makeout session with Bobby Lashley is what it felt like, and she enjoyed it. Eight. She she enjoyed it. Okay, you go back and look at it. I watched it. You have a wife. I have a wife. What would you do, dude? I, I, even I if would... it was script, bro. Even if it was script, and you said, "Okay, yeah, I agree," because you know for you know for sure when he came back two weeks ago, Vince or whoever pushed this storyline on him. Man, yeah, and and that's. I the mean, thing. Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. JR, I do. I really have mixed feelings about it. They are trying their best right now to, yeah, no, no, mama's got it pulled up right over here. Yeah. I mean, like, 
they're trying their best right now to keep things fresh, keep things edgy, and keep things somewhat. I mean, uh, I, I get just, it. You want to move away from like PG thirteen to maybe PG or even. Like, I think they're all. trying to go back to the PG thirteen. I mean, we're, JR. We're, we're sitting here watching it, right? And it's just, dude, it's, that's that's it's that's, too that's much. like something you would see in the bedroom, not on stage. So. Right? It's uh, yeah. I will one hundred percent agree with that. that. As a female, of, that's very uh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, no, good. mama. <laughs> let me let me get your response out of this real quick. You said you just said as a woman you don't agree with it. No. So, watching it, do you think they they pretty much throw the woman's evolution out? Yeah, because it makes like I hate to say this, but you know, women are on this battle of the the you know like the their rights. They want everything to be equal and stuff like that. But then you go out and kind of do something like right. that that makes it look just trash. I mean, like, that's that's a different you, perspective than what I was originally Like, it just makes me it. feel right, bad. Like, right. girl, did you have to go up there and just go make out with him and throw your leg over there to be seen? Right. Like, as a female, that's... That's, that's, that's But that's the Lana way. Like, that's how yeah. she's always been when you think about I, it. I know. That's what I'm saying. She's the paramour of WWE. I mean, how's her baby feel about this? How's she a baby going to feel, right? What? When, huh? Whenever she has kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, think about that. Like, she's got a kid right now? Is she pregnant? Is going to look back I'll, on I'll this news, one day? Huh? That, that's the storyline, though, because, you know, Rusev got blamed for being Maria Kanellis' baby daddy. Yes. And, you know, I get the whole storyline. I just don't, I don't approve of it. And I think it was a throwaway, a little, a big throwaway, actually, in the women's Evolution in the women's locker room. It was a slap in the face in the women's locker room. Pretty much. I, I can see where you're coming from, Jack. I, mean, I didn't think about it like that. I really did. Just just think about did that really supposed to happen that long of a makeout, that intense of a makeout? Dude, if and I And then was, Rusev go in the bag like, what the f is going on? Oh, I would have. Oh, I totally <laughs> like, would have lost. You it. know, damn well he didn't just go bad there. And you can see the look on his face. He's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> Why me? Because if yeah. it was me and I and Amanda did that. Um, I'd be going in the back and slapping some heads around like that. No, slapping some no. heads and silence appears. Here's the divorce paperwork. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that kind of sums things up for Raw. That was a good, a good, uh, a, a good way to end Raw. Well, we didn't even really finish summing up Raw because <laughs> the Fiend came out, <laughs> right? And yeah. attacked, and attacked Seth Rollins. I mean, that was a good way to get the the vibe off of that. Yes, <laughs> thank God. Yes, because so. like even Seth Rollins was kind of looking up there when he was laying outside the ring, and he kind of pulled himself up to see what was going on. He was like, "What the?" And then next <laughs> thing you know, the lights start pew pew, and then here comes. Look, look. Hold on, I think yeah. No, no, Mama's got it pulled up. And you're gonna see the fiend come out in here. Wait, in just a they second. kissed and then they kissed again. Yes, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like it wasn't just one kiss. No, no, Mama. They did like a five second makeout session and then they went back and did like it felt like in yeah, look, look look. <laughs> the crowd is covering their eyes. <laughs> look at his face. Yeah, Rusev is like face. crushed, man. Totally Rusev crushed. Rusev crush. <laughs> yes, he's totally crushed. But yeah, then the fiend came out and kind of wrapped up the show. The end. <laughs> yeah, pretty SmackDown, much. SmackDown, though, we got to get on to SmackDown. We must press forward Interesting Raw SmackDown. and everything we just saw again. Yeah. And we got to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown is moving to Fox. Tomorrow night, JR, 8 o'clock on, on Fox. 7.30 blue carpet. Yeah, 7.30 blue carpet show, which I've got my DVR set up for all of it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know what. Uh, just, just, just a heads up. I saw something about DVR. Uh relating to wrestling is that they are planning to go like 15 minutes over 
Oh, really? So, that is good to know. Yeah. I don't know what the thing in DVR because I don't have it, but I, I think if you set it from like 8 to 10, it won't record the last 15 minutes or something Got like it. that. Got it. Okay. So, That's yeah. good to know, JR. I'll keep that in mind. But, you know, we're going to preview We're gonna preview SmackDown this week. Kobe Kingston, Brock Lesnar, having that match tomorrow night. Your thoughts, JR? Mm, initially, Brock Lesnar. After all, Rey Mysterio comes out, messes it up for him. That is definitely... Or at least his music hits. But no, they, they wouldn't do that to Brock. They, no, they would have somebody come would. out. They would have somebody no, come out. No, but they're going to. And this is going to involve, this is going to lead into a triple threat match of some sort later on down the road. I don't want to see Ray and Ms. No, but dude, Ray, like you got to. All right, JR, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence yeah, by what yeah. I'm about to say. But Ray Mysterio, back when he was in the WCW, was known as the Giant Killer. He took down when he was the Giant. And I'm talking about. Big nasty Paul White, aka the Big Show, and he also took down Kevin Nash, mm. aka Big Daddy Diesel. <laughs> yes, he, and he, they called him the Giant Killer for a period of time. Okay, so to see him kind of, and you know, Ray Mysterio is on his way out, man. Yeah. He's on his way out, and to see him to kind of be the Giant Killer one more time would be kind of cool to me. Okay, do you think that's gonna be a Hell in a Cell match for this upcoming Hell in a Cell? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Because I can see that as a quick turnaround. They've done this. They've stacked the card so heavy on SmackDown. You're looking at matches that should be at Hell in a Cell. True that. So, yeah, it could very potentially be that because we don't. I mean, I don't know. I know you were doing a little research, a little writing just a moment ago about what is taking place at Hell in a Cell that's noteworthy. And if they don't have anything noteworthy enough, I mean, some of this stuff, I guarantee you, is going to spill over into Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, a Hell in a Cell match featuring Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, and Kofi Kingston, a triple threat match in the cell. Dude, that's like shutting yourself in a cage with a bear. <laughs> I mean, come on. You really think they're going to win? I'm thinking more along the lines <laughs> of Daniel and the Lions, then. Let's get a little biblical real quick. Daniel, or God actually calmed the Lions, but Daniel... Came out of the lion's den unscathed. I don't, I'm not saying that Rey Mysterio is going to come out unscathed, but I'm saying Rey Mysterio is going to come out of the lion's den and be like, oh. You think like Daniel Bryan. What do you think, No No Mama? I think you should not sing. <laughs> I wasn't singing. I was like, that was, hmm. That's singing. <laughs> Whatever, Join the crier, bro. <sighs> <Already>. He is. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right, so. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. You see this guy? You see this guy right now? Dude. Show some respect, my man. Respect for what? Somebody that jumped and ran to Hollywood? I ain't got to respect for him. Much better wrestler than he is an actor, and we're talking about Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Whatever. He's not the Rock anymore. He's just Dwayne (laughs) Johnson to me. You know, I read a story or watched a story on him. He was doing an interview with, um, I think it was Howard Stern, and he said he owns that name, The Rock. And I believe it. He had didn't have to pay for it. Didn't have to do nothing other than go to to events and say, "I want the name The Rock," and this is what I plan on doing after I leave WWE. And he said he was all for it. See, he'd already all you gotta do is ask. WWE, dude, he is the highest paid grossing actor in the world. I don't care. He's still garbage as an actor. He needs to go back to wrestling. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, if you're listening to our podcast, which you're probably not because you probably feel like you're too good for our podcast, 
You're a much better wrestler. Give up acting. I don't care how much you're getting paid in Hollywood. Can you cut you off his to, mic? You're nothing without Vince <laughs> Microphone McMahon. Microphone off. All right, nothing. Vince McMahon made you, bro. Uh, All right. I don't know. I don't know about that. Man, you go, Vince you go, McMahon dude. made him. Okay, Vince owns the company, no doubt. But you go back to when he was in, like, right before he left Nation of Domination, he asked for 15 minutes of free mic time. He asked for 15 minutes. And that's what made The Rock. Hmm. Looks like he might know hmm. more than you do hmm. there. Hmm. I don't care. It was Vince McMahon's <laughs> microphone. He needed Vince McMahon's permission. Without Vince McMahon, he is nobody. Vince know. McMahon made him. I guarantee you Vince McMahon gets a little piece of every pie that The Rock makes. I give it to him, to be honest with you. I mean, Guaranteed. for giving me the stage to put me up there to Hell begin yeah. with. Yeah, That's I mean, I would, for sure. For sure. Man made the but rock. it's the work that The Rock put in afterwards to make him who he is. No, no, True. mama. Look. <laughs> go on back there. Sorry for go, interrupting. Go on, hey, go hey, hold on. I got, I got a question. <laughs> what would you do with seven bucks in your pocket? Seven dollars in my pocket? Yeah, what would you do? You'd buy me a pack of smokes. <laughs> yeah. What did The Rock do with seven bucks in his pocket? He went and bought himself a pack of smokes, too. I no, don't he did not. <laughs> What'd he do? He trained to be a wrestler, and now he's a multi-billionaire. Ah. Uh, well. Interesting. That's why his production company is called Seven Bucks Production. Really? Yes. Because <laughs> he had $7 in his pocket after his, he's not a very good football player, of course, because it didn't really, really work out for him in the Canadian League, and everybody gets signed into the Canadian League, I think. But after he got cut from the Canadian League, he had $7 in his pocket, called up his dad, and said... I'm going to come home. I'm going to train to be a wrestler. I want you to train me. And that's all he had in his pocket. He already had that background, though. Of course. His dad, was his dad, his grandfather, High Chief Peter Maivia, yeah, and dad, Rocky of, Johnson. I mean, Yeah, he's got pictures of The Undertaker. There's, there's no doubt that it's in his blood, for sure. Yeah, so I but mean, all the fact the, that he did, seven, did it was seven bucks, man, that's just, no, that's, that's just a good story to tell. There's no disputing that The Rock is... Was a great wrestler. No, no, I'm not denying that. But all in all, he's just an entertainer. He's a great entertainer. I can agree. He is the people's entertainer. entertainer. All I'm trying to say is he's nobody without Vince, and that's just the bottom line because HCP said so. That's fine. (laughs) But no, I can't go on. Back to what we were originally saying: The Rock is going to be in attendance. Finally, finally, The Rock has come back. Oh. Okay, hold on a second. Let me let me continue this one one second. Would SmackDown be anything without The Rock? Um. Well, you know, The Rock coined the phrase "layeth the smacketh down." Yeah, I mean, it's in the English dictionary. SmackDown. Yeah. See, and so so um, what, what would what would SmackDown be named if it wasn't for The Rock? Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some good points. To be <laughs> I mean, you there, know what I'm JR. saying? Like, I'm just saying. It all, it all plays in. I get what you're saying. I get it. He is my guy. Um, mm. I, I am fanboying out, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can't I've, say I won't fanboy out a little bit myself, on, yeah. JR. I probably Plus, will, Plus, there, there might be an interesting storyline they might try to put up there with The Rock. Yeah, right. So get real. We'll, we'll see. Happening. I'm going to let my creative mind do the work after we get done talking. You let so. your creative mind do all that work, <laughs> and I just... Get ready to get disappointed. Oh, Jesus. Kevin Owens Jeez. and Shane McMahon are going to put careers on the line in a ladder match. JR, your thoughts? How's it going to go down? How's it going to shake down? Kevin Owens wins. Shane goes to the back for good, and that's where he needs to be. Yeah. 
I it's going to be a great match. It's, it's, it's going to be a good match, yeah. I guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, that's going to be a, sh- a shut-down, shut-up job. Kevin Owens wins. Done. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Fair, Flair are to battle Sasha Banks and Bayley on the Fox premiere. So, a uh, rematch from Raw a few weeks ago. Wasn't it Raw? I think it was. Pretty sure it was yeah. Raw. Uh, where they tagged, they teamed up, and it was the four horse women all in the same ring again. Uh, I see this just dissipating. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not going to come to just, a, a conclusion. It's a good, attractive match. Yeah, that's all it really is. It would be like if if The Rock and Stone Cold were to get in the ring that night, you know? Hey, Stone Cold returns to SmackDown too. Yeah, so, I mean they're going to be there. So, but I mean, if they were to get in the ring. That's what needs to happen. They need to cut a promo together. Oh, I'm sure they will. They've got to. If I, I will geek out. I will be do. highly disappointed and probably will not watch another SmackDown episode if The Rock does not start off SmackDown with Stone Cold. Because they, I mean, right, right, right. they, they did that at WrestleMania. They did it with Hulk Hogan, remember? Yeah. When they yeah. came out and they did a really good promo and Hulk Hogan was like, the Silver Dome, brother, and yeah. it was actually the Superdome, and they all yeah. made fun of him for it. Yeah, that was a, a good, interesting um, start to WrestleMania yeah, and a good that. segment. But I'd be highly disappointed if The Rod does not start off SmackDown tomorrow. Well, well we, we shall see. I mean, I, if this, I, I'll be disappointed, too. He's yeah. got to start it off. Yeah, he's... Kick it off with a bang. Get it. Roman Reigns is going to have a match with Eric Rowan that night, too. Another match. Uh, this is just a prelude into what's going to happen at Hell in a Cell. So with that right. being said, what's going to go? What, what are we going to take a place so far at Hell in a Cell, JR? So as you just mentioned, we have Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Is that in the cell or is that at it's the probably cell? at the cell. At the cell, okay. Okay. The cell above it. The cell ab- okay, okay, okay. We also have the revival. Versus okay. the New Day rematch of Clash of Champions. The New Day, yes, it it's, is. It's uh, your thoughts. <laughs> Revival, <clears throat> currently tag champs. Yep, they'll keep them. I agree. They'll keep them. Um, I don't, dude. I, I kind of no. I don't know. Part of me wants to see an implosion of the New Day, but another part of me like. You think this is the time? No, no, not yet. You think, you think Big E? It has to be Big E, though, right? It has to be, because he's the only. I don't see Xavier Woods being a WWE champion. I'm sorry, he's great, but I don't see him being a WWE champion. Big E, on the other hand, he's got the look. But did you ever? But I I see what you're saying, man. But I'll be honest. Up until the hype with Kofi started coming around, I never envisioned it until the whole WWE universe got behind it. Oh, I don't think we knew the story either. Well, the whole 11 years not being a champion or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he held every other championship. Didn't he? Wasn't he United States champion? Yeah, I believe so. I think, think he. Yeah, I think he was a world. Uh, what Intercontinental. Was I can't remember now, but I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. So, well, only time will tell. Grand, Grand Slam. He was a Grand Slam champion. Grand now. Slam. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, now I. I don't think I. I think the revival is going to retain, but I think there's going to be some spill out from it for something. I don't think we've seen the last of it. I don't think we've seen the last of those. Two, those two tag teams getting in the ring together. So, or it, it could just be, and I don't foresee it happening, but um, it could just be interrupted like every other match in WWE. I hope not. And I'm calling on the Viking Raiders to do it. Oh, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders versus the Revival versus the New Day. I mean, I don't know. I see it happen. The draft coming up. That's right. C- could be starting something there. The draft. 
I'd forgotten about that. All right, what you got next? Last one I have and uh, is Ali versus the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakimura with, with the side piece of Sami Zayn. And that's what drives me nuts, dude. Get get <clears throat> rid of Sami Zayn for crying out loud. Yes, you have actually convinced me that he's a good heel. You've done that, all right, Jr. Yay! Thank you. But, dude, find another use for him as a mouthpiece for Shinsuke. All they're doing is suppressing him. If they want to make him into something, give him some relevance for you know being on TV, because right now, to me, he's worthless. Absolutely worthless. Shinsuke doesn't need to talk. He's a good technical wrestler. He's good in the ring. He's good with his ring awareness. He doesn't need a mouthpiece, I don't think. I think that he just gets in there and does his thing. It'll, it'll like Brock Lesnar, I mean, he has... He has okay. He has a mouthpiece, but I'm just saying, like, there's some wrestlers to me that don't need to do a whole lot of talking because their in-ring ability is so great that they don't need to talk. You have those like Sami Zayn that need to talk because they're not that great in the ring. I thought Sami was okay in the ring. Okay, but he's not great. I mean, he's not Shinsuke there's Nakamura. You, in my opinion, that have both it baggers, the, the the talking and the speaking and that type of charisma about them, and then their in-ring capabilities. You know who, to me, is, you're going to probably think I'm nuts for what I'm about to say, but to me, one of the best at bo- it, for being uh, great in both worlds, Kevin Owens. Oh, no, I think I Kevin agree. Kevin Owens kills himself in that ring. But what percentage do you think that is? Do you think it's 50% Mike, 50% skill, or 80% Mike, 20% Kevin, skill? I mean, in general. You got to be able to. Because we able just to talked about The Rock, one of, one of the best trash talkers and, and Mike's the Rocks, on. Skilled. I, I think The Rock is John Rock Cena. is one of those few where his mouthpiece is better. Nah, I don't even want to say it that way. He's a 50-50 guy to me. Yeah, I, I agree. I was about to say he's a 60-40 with his mouthpiece to his, his in-ring ability, but his in-ring ability was great. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, he's a 50-50 guy. Kevin Owens a 50-50 guy. I agree. Uh, but Kevin Owens is also shoddy sometimes. Yeah, there's times where he's like, he, I, I don't get it, and then there's times where he just blows me away. Yeah, okay. The Rock, if the Rock, like I would, I would almost like to know. Like one of my questions, if I ever got to interview The Rock, would be like, Hey, man, what do you feel like was one of the worst promos you ever did? And if he's like, Well, it was on right before SummerSlam of 2000. I cut this promo against you know, and then it's like listen to the promo, be like, Dude, that was actually pretty good. At least I thought it was. And I'm gonna tell you the worst bad. one I think just off the top of my head, is when he had his little feud with John Cena. And John Cena actually called him out. I want you to go back and look uh, of this video because... I saw it on Rivalries so on the network. The Rock had all his stuff written down on his forearm. I did see that. Yeah, so um, he wouldn't forget it or something like that. And then the next week, or on SmackDown, it was John Cena straight called his ass out for it. Yeah, because he had, yeah, yeah, I do so, remember that. Yeah, so... I didn't see. I think that might have been one of his burst promos, just because of what happened with his his wrist thing. Like he had it written on his wrist, but yeah, that's probably one of the worst ones he's he had. Yeah, like I said, I didn't see it when it happened, but I did see it on WWE rivalries when they talked about the John Cena uh, the Rock rivalry thing going on. Um, but. All right, so we've got Hell in a Cell covered. We'll see because you know there's things going to transpire at. Uh, at Hell Smackdown yeah, that will lead into Hell in a Cell. So we'll yep. see. Only time will tell. But yeah, that's you know that's kind of the long and short of it for this week, Jr. Um, as we always like to say, though. Oh, hold, on, hold on, I got what? big news. 
Big news. Oh, dear gosh. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Big news coming out of Fox, not WWE. So, Fox has signed the legit best in the world, CM Punk, to a company, Renee Young and Booker T, to do the panel at WWE Backstage segment. Oh, okay. Do you think Fox this might has lead to something him. else? Well, the article I read was that CM Punk signed a deal with Fox, not WWE. Let's just make that clear. But is opened in the future to do talks with WWE. So we could very much well see CM Punk back in WWE. Well, Triple H said, never say never. Uh, I mean... Think about all the people that have straight up dogged WWE, but have returned. It's true. So you really you do never say never, and we know the whole thing about CM Punk and and WWE, and that was a pretty crappy situation. Yeah, I mean uh, lawsuits. This was all, and, this was all prior to me starting <laughs> watching it again. Was the whole CM Punk right, era? Right. Uh, well, his biggest thing was too is that they sent him his um, his letter of like. The termination. termination on his wedding day. I mean, he, he. I guess he thought that was planned, but I mean, if you're sending letters in the mail, you don't know when it's going to come. It just happened to come on his wedding day, and who checks the mail on the damn wedding day? Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> you know did. What I mean, if I did. I don't remember. <laughs> I think his agent might have picked it up and then decided to give it to him on his wedding day or something. I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't. I was just speculation. But right. We could very well see the beginning. Of uh, CM Punk reemergence, how do you feel? Well, it'll be interesting. It will be. It will be because, like I said, I'm not very well educated on CM Punk. I'm gonna be honest. Well, if we want to talk mic skills, besides The Rock and Kevin Owens and a couple others, CM mm-hmm. Punk's in the top five of mic skills. Just because I don't think he gives a shit. Excuse my language, <laughs> but. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited for WWE Backstage, which will be a new segment, kind of like Smack Talk is what it was. Right. um, With Renee Young and Daniel Bryan. So we'll see. It's uh, it's all going to be an interesting week in in WWE and other promotions out there this week. So so time will tell, JR. Time will tell. And you got your new shirt today? I do. I got my shirt. WWE Mentality. We're going to take a picture. I take a picture. If anybody wants a shirt, it'll be available for purchase in the near future. In the near future. No, no, Mama wants a shirt. She told me she'll get a she'll get a schmedium, schmedium, <laughs> an extra schmedium, extra schmedium. So, all right, well, that's going to kind of do it for us today, Jr. Uh, I will see you on the other side of Hell in a Cell. Yes, you will. Uh, enjoy the show tomorrow night. I will I be will. enjoying the show. No, no, Mama, she'll be enjoying the show. Maybe. Uh, see, I'm conflicted too because. I told my wife last night, I said, I don't know what to do. I got SmackDown I need to watch because of The Rock. I wasn't going to watch it until The Rock showed up. And I have my cousin's football game against Mantio. First fight versus Mania, the old rival. I mean, well, they weren't there when you were there. Here, I'm about to give you a spoiler. No, it ain't a spoiler. A spoiler. First, fi- first fight beats Mania 34 to 10. Whoa, Sorry. dude! What? Hold on! Wait a minute! I just I blacked out for a minute. What? Thirty-four to ten. Mania loses. Okay. All right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Jr. Mania goes and gets their 
coveted a no. trophy, the Marlin Bowl, and takes it back to Manio. The end. Not going to put a score on it. I'm just saying Manio wins and wins with a solid victory over the first flight. Jaybirds, what are y'all? Seahawks? <laughs> Jaybirds. <laughs> the Blue Hawks? Jayhawks? What are y'all? You know, it's funny when we talk about first flight and when somebody asks me, he's like, what the hell is a Nighthawk? It's a tiny little bird. <laughs> That's all it is. It's a tiny little bird. So when I found that, I was like, what the hell are we doing being called the damn Nighthawks? Well, <laughs> I mean, but hey, hey, that's that's my family over there. I got two cousins playing, so good luck to them. If yeah, anybody's good listening, good luck to everybody. It's really it's really not a big beef at all anymore. Um, when my brother was playing a year or two years before I graduated, it, it kind of was a back and forth kind of thing because first flight was kind of new and Manio was right down the street and I mean you know all about it I mean well sort of when I was in high school our man at Manio our high school rivalry was Curry Tug and we beat the brakes out of Curry right, Tug right right I mean and, yeah like, yeah we Curry Tug didn't stand but good luck good luck to everybody and um, good luck to you on Sunday Hell in a cell. Hope nothing goes wrong or your power goes out or anything like yeah, that. So don't don't look. You're already <laughs> putting a hex on the whole deck. Knock on wood. <laughs> so. All right. Well, as we like to say when we're wrapping up these shows, Jr. Thank you again for coming in. No, no, Mama. Thank you for your two cents. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but as we like to say, keep slamming and stay wonderful.